The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider fans, to the Raider Nation podcast, and I'm your host, Raider Greg. Here we are, postseason, and, well, it's starting to get a little bit better. The wounds are starting to heal. You know, as I reflect back on the 06 season, it was it was just disgusting. It's horrible, I know, but you have to look at some of the positives that did happen this season, and, you know, you have to look at it. So let's look, look back at some of the things that, that really uh, you have to take into consideration when you look back at the 06 season. As I look back, you know, we really did help to eliminate the Steelers from the possibility of a playoff. That's pretty good because that was one of our two victories. So we did some damage, I guess you could say that. A good thing that happened, of course, was Shanahan got punked in his own house once again looking towards the playoffs. But he got punked at home you're out of here! No playoffs for the hated Donkos. I love it. And it happened at the hand of the 49ers. Last year's joke, along with us, that is. But it's funny to see. I love it. Of course, the Chiefs got biatch slapped by the Colts. And that was nice to see them. And I have to say, the question of who is the worst offense in football, when you look at no first downs and almost three quarters of football in a playoff game? Yeah. I'm sorry. That is not good. Now, if only the Chargers will lose to the hated Patriots, but I can't have another division uh, rival going on to the playoffs because we just can't have anything in the AFC West like that. So I hope the Chargers get punked by the Pats this weekend and Marty Ball shoot my foot, Heimer. We'll blow a 50-amp fuse right on the sidelines, and we can all witness it right there on TV. Okay, so there you go. There's some positives about this season. And now, on to show 125. Yeah. Yeah. Oaktown. Do you know about my city? Oaktown. The city of Oak. Oak don't you know? Oaktown. Do you know about my city? Oaktown. The city of Oak. Okay, today's stories will be dazed and confused. Dazed and confused for so long, it's not true. Al Davis keeps the Raider Nation dazed and confused every time this happens, which would incidentally be seven times in the last 12 years. Way too many. Next story will be, of course, one QB. How can that be? Well, I'm going to explain how that's going to happen and perhaps some things we can do about that in the uh, free agency or the draft per per se. But we have to look at that because that's a big hole that we got to fill right away. And, of course, we'll go to the comments forum section, which, of course, has slowed down quite a bit since the travesty of 06. Uh, We have to come up with some fancy name for that. And I mean, we really do. <laughs> okay, without any further ab- uh, <laughs> without any further delay, let's hit the story of the day. Binta! 
I must say, as a Raider fan, uh, it hasn't been since the Gruden years that I've felt comfortable with the coaching staff. I know that everyone's apprehensive when some coach leaps into office. I know we have discussions over the coffee at work about what's going to happen with the coach. But I'll tell you what, Al Davis has had me dazed and confused for many, many years as a fan. In Raiderland, here we like to call the Raider of Oz, Mr. Wizard Al Davis has total control over these decisions and seems to take a lot longer than most owners or organizations to do the deed. Get a young young coordinator or offensive coach, which is what he wants, obviously, because he's not taking Rob Ryan, and turn him into the next John Madden. Well, I want to go over some things, Raider Nation. I want to shine some light here on Mr. Davis, and it's not all going to be pretty. A little bit's going to be black. So before you get all emotional, which I'm not going to get, um, I'll tell you right now, I... Uh, <laughs> I just have to share it with you. Now, <clears throat> the biggest question in the Raiders organization right now today is who should they hire as a head coach and who will take the job? For the seventh time in 12 years, Al Davis is looking for another answer uh, to going back to the good old days of Raider dominance in the NFL. Where is the Raiders' greatness supposed to lie? Is it with Sarkazian? Sarkazian, I'm still trying to get his name right. 32-year-old USC offensive assistant, of course, an offensive quarterbacks coach um, with absolutely no experience as a offensive coordinator. At least Gruden came here with some solid experience from Green Bay. He was awesome there, and he made a lot of the decisions and play calling on that offense. And it transferred to the Raiders. Now Bobby Petrino. He had no interest in the job after coming to the Raiders last year and, of course, getting talked out of it by Al Davis's good friend, Bill Parcells, only to take the job this year with the Atlanta Falcons. What does that say about the Raiders organization and what does that say about the relationship of Al Davis and Bill Parcells? That's a bunch of bullshit. And I'll tell you right now, it wouldn't be my friend if that happened. We couldn't get him to come. We couldn't get Sean Payton who turned on the job just right away. Instead, he took the job at the New Orleans Saints. It didn't even have a stadium. Of course, he became coach of the year. So people are turning down this job that really have an opportunity here to make things roll. So it leads me to wonder. And, you know, we've gone through the Al Davis's quirky. We've all gone through the Al Davis likes to keep control. And I know it's something that has to be handled. But how could someone not see that Al Davis wants another ring? How could Al Davis himself not see that he has got to make changes in the way he approaches his team in order for it to be successful? There are so many things that he could do that would make things right. And it just pisses me off, even though I love Al Davis. I've always said it, and I'm going to say it again. These are the things that flip me out about this character. The fact that he does not pay coaches. The fact that the only reason that this guy wants this job, Sarkazian, is going from a salary of a assistant coach at USC, which I don't even have a clue, but I know it's not $2.5 million a year, which I do believe is a league minimum for a head coach. 
So, of course, he's going to jump at the job. Hell, give me that job for one year, and I'd be a happy son of a gun. I'd take the pressure. No problem. I'm worried about that choice. I'm hoping that that's not where we're going. I hope we're not re re reduced to hiring another retread who'll come in like Fossil, who is a fossil, and who, who hasn't done anything and got fired by Brian Billick, who is one of the more intelligent people in the whole NFL. No way. No way. And I hope we don't go the other way either. <laughs> to get an inexperienced guy who has absolutely no chance of establishing authority or any type of in-house support from his team members. The only hope we have, of course, like I said, is Rob Ryan. But he's defensive-minded, so forget about it. It's not going to happen. You know what? Sarkeesian will never get a chance, I'm telling you, unless he starts the whole deal off with invoking what John Gruden couldn't do, which was to pick his own coordinators, to pick his own teammates, to be able to have control over the team members, like getting rid of Moss and Porter, regardless of what Al Davis has to say, being able to build a team by doing the draft by himself, running it by, of course, the old man, but giving the guy an opportunity to have total success or total failure based on all the tangibles you should have as a head coach in this doggone NFL. The other thing is we got to get rid of Fred Blitnikoff. I know you've seen it out there. I've seen it out there. It's insane. There's a lot of message boards saying, hey, Freddie, you got to hit the road. It's nothing to do with the reflection on Blitnikoff's ability or that. We need fresh blood. We need someone else standing there, not someone talking about the good old days. We need someone making these days, the good old days, for the kids in 2025. Now, I'll tell you right now, it's not a pipe dream. It can't happen. But you know what? Shanahan tried to fire Blitnikoff, and you know what happened to him? Puya Out, of course, over to Denver, where he worked our ass for a couple of years now, don't you think? I'm tired of it. Now, this guy's got to have total control. But then again, Al Davis. The other thing that he can't do is he can't get too big. He can't be bigger in the spotlight. He cannot throw a shadow over Al Davis like Gruden did. You know what? It's a quirky thing. But, man, if we're going to be successful, if the old man wants to see a ring, he wants a trophy to be set there at the Oakland Coliseum, then he's going to have to change what he's done over the past 15, 20 years. Al Davis has got to learn to let go. He has to look and see the mistakes that he's made because we've all seen him. We have all seen the Al Davis situation repeating itself year after year. And here we are, four years of no victories. Yes, it's terrible. But is he going to repeat a mistake like Art Shell? Is he going to make a mistake again by hiring some has-been offensive coordinator that doesn't get it but does have some kind of long ball offense? Now, I'll tell you this. He needs to re-examine the last 12 years of mistakes and bumblings and change things right now. If he doesn't do it, then he's bound to do the same thing, and that man will not see his Super Bowl again in his lifetime that is a fact and you heard it here right here Raider Nation okay let's go on to the 
next story because I'm just blown away. I'm blown away. So um, that wasn't a rip, of course, but that's just the facts of life here in the Raider Nation. And you as a fan know exactly what the hell I'm talking about because, shit, I thought I'd be talking about our new offensive coordinator by now. I thought that he had learned a lesson. I know, I know, I know. All of you are saying, are you kidding? And that's true. One QB left. One QB left. Can that be? Of course it is. Walter, and that's it. Tuyasasopo is at the end of his contract last season and has said so much as, see ya, I'm not going to be here, and I wouldn't want to be ya. I'm sure that was added on in there, but... uh, Nonetheless, of course, he's going to be gone. Now, are we going to keep Brooks? Of course, we're not going to keep Brooks. That's $5 million signing bonus, five plus something. Why are we going to keep him? We can go out on the free agent market and get some other people, save that money. Because Brooks, he is not the problem, and he definitely is not the solution. I think Walter should get one more chance because he did get pummeled this season behind a woefully weak offensive line. But worse yet, the play calling was pedestrian. Absolutely pedestrian. And so uh, with that in mind, we have to give this young man an opportunity to work with a true offensive mind that might be able to make him play the way he played back in college. Of course, Jamarcus Russell is out there. Everyone's saying the Raiders got a chance to get him. We're all talking about Al Davis never does this and Al Davis never does that. Well, you know what? I'm telling you, if that old man wants to see another Super Bowl, he better change his shit, and I ain't kidding. And you know what? It's not just me saying it. He's got to hear it from somebody. Someone's got to be telling the old man the truth. He's not stupid, but he might be dazed and confused. Left Witch could be happening. Quinn, Matt Shum. There's a whole lot of quarterbacks that could be out there for the taking. Who will we take? What will we do? That's all going to depend on who's calling the plays, my friends. That's going to depend on who sets up the offense. If it's Mike Martz, you're going to look for a totally different quarterback. If it's going to be, you know, who else is going to be? You know, will it be this kid from USC? Uh, you know, who knows what offense he has, if they even has one that he's going to put on the field. I can hardly believe that we take him as head coach. I would hope that'd be Martz. I'm not alone in this. I have to say it before I start crying. I know it probably won't happen, but Mike Martz is a very strong personality, but and he's quirky, but he's an offensive genius and he took the lambs from worst to first and then to the Super Bowl twice this cat can make it happen but Al Davis you got to give him some control and you know what you got to have some freaking control or else nothing's gonna happen oh my gosh can you believe it so we are down to one QB that is Andrew Walter So we're not going to have a second or we're not going to have a third because he is it. So we're going to have to, and I mean have to, pick somebody up in free agency, a low-bid guy to come in as our backup, backup, backup to call the plays, which won't hurt us very much because it should be a new playbook by then. And then then the choice is who do we get 
in the number one position? Are we going to be able to get a decent quarterback? Someone that's going to be able to come in, and I don't mean decent, I mean someone that can take us to the frickin' promised land. This position is so vital to our team. We need someone we can say, hey, did you see Gannon the other day? Yes, and other people will say, yes, he kicked some ass. You better believe he did. That's the kind of quarterback we need. We need a field general, and we need someone out there that is working harder than anybody else to make it happen. And crap, I'm tired of the retreads. I'm tired of the Kerry Collins, the Aaron Brooks retread. I'm tired of it. I'm sure the nation is tired of it. And it's worked in the past, but how? let's look at the percentages of success with that kind of crap. And look at the long-term success we had with our own Kenny Stabler that came and stayed here, and that was it. And can you believe that we haven't had an opportunity in that in so many freaking years? years we need to draft a quarterback that will be here that does that is an athletic monster like this kid right here this russell kid what a monster we got to take a chance to make someone our our leader our field general because right now uh, as much as i like walt walk walter but as long as I, as much as i like the kid he doesn't show much and uh he might need some years of experience. He might pull up down the road, but we got one quarterback, ladies and gentlemen, and his name's Andrew Walter, and do you want to hang the season on that kid? Okay, free agents available so far. Now, I've been looking at some of the free agents that are popping up. Um, some of these people will be resigned. Some of them will get the franchise tag, but... You know, and, and quarterback is something we should be looking at. I know I will get to some quarterbacks. We'll see what happens as the season progresses. But we need a running back. Lamont Jordan, I could give a crap less about the line. The guy would stutter step in the middle of a hole and get pummeled and never make it to the hole before he got there. He is not the answer. So I think we got to get rid of him as long as we can, if we can get rid of him in a good trade. Ron Dane of the Texans is coming up. He is a powerhouse. He is the Jerome Bettis of running backs. With him and Justin Fargus, it would be a brutal twosome that even with a halfway decent uh, blocker up front, one guy, you know, the anchor guy I talked about, the anchor guy on the line that holds the line together with one guy. You need a monster that can do it. We don't have one. If we had one, these guys would be a great duo because Dane, he just ain't stopping. Amon Green's coming up. He's old. He's had an Achilles injury a couple times. He's beat up, but he's got some playing left in him, and he's a great running back. He's quick. He's elusive, and when he gets in the secondary, you can forget about it because he's still gone. Very good running back, and we could probably get him for a deal. We should give it a try. Travis Miner out of the Dolphins. That's not a bad kid either. And uh, he showed some spurts, but their run blocking is brutally weak. And you know what? He needs to come to a team that can rejuvenate his young career. The Titans, of course, Chris Brown. Hadn't gotten anywhere because their offensive line is probably worse than ours. That could be a pickup too. And, of course, Michael Turner from the Chargers. Here is the diamond in the rough. 
If we don't see this cat, I'm telling you, it would be a shame not to give this character a try. Averages over six yards of carry every time he gets the rock. And, of course, he plays for the Chargers. that have a very good offensive line, but the kid has some wheels, and he makes it happen. He's got very good direction. He can change it very quickly. Uh, and he's a good runner, and he, and, and he has proven himself in battle. He would be a great pickup, and I don't think they can keep him. Uh, they might keep him. Of course, they got more cap room than most any other freaking team in the NFL. So, you know, the Chargers, they could hold on to everybody and add a whole other team if they felt like it. I hate him. So let's hope that the Pats beat their ass this weekend and let it go so Marty can run around on the sideline like his foot's on fire. I love it. Let's go on to the Raider Nation podcast. Comments. Forum section. Okay, let's see. Casper, the friendly host. I'm back. Yeah, you're back. It's nice to see you, man. It's nice to see you. You must be having some tough times at school there. Well, you should almost be done, actually. Uh, you should be looking towards the end of the rainbow, it looks like. It's been a while since my last post, he says. And he's got a lot to talk about. First off, thank you for the hometown Detroit Lions for giving us the number one pick in the draft. <laughs> Here's who I think we should go after. Adrian P Peterson. He is without question the top ranked running back available if he decides to come out in the draft which he has um he has a speed and power that reminds me of steven jackson type running back he runs upright style but once he's in space he goes okay adrian peterson well here's my take on adrian peterson and um i think he's okay i think he's way too rough and i don't think he's that as good as steven jackson was at all but you know people are hyping this guy a lot I don't see it, and I hope we don't take him because I think he'll go high. Okay, Troy Smith, as University of Michigan fan, I'm here to tell you that Brady Quinn is not the answer to a quarterback. I totally agree with you. Quinn is not a Raider. I agree with you. And the, he consistently looks like a deer in the headlights when he gets blitzed. Totally. Uh, and let's be honest, Robert Turnstile Gallery doesn't do well with a guy uh, head up on him. That's for sure let alone a blitz. He, he blows it. Troy Smith is mobile despite lack of size. He cannot. He has a cannon for an arm, of course, and the guy is a valuable player and with a, a athletic ability. He would be the best fit if we were to draft a quarterback. Oh, I don't think so. I don't like the way he played. He played terrible. And, uh, the other option of quarterback would be uh, – Colt Brennan from Hawaii. Of course, he's a really good quarterback if he comes out. Um, but he's a good quarterback and would be valuable if we could take him. He's really good. Joe Thomas, he's mammoth offensive tackle from Wisconsin, and we have, he would be a great offensive lineman. Uh, we, or we could turn him into another Robert Gallery. Let's hope not. Other options, Calvin Johnson. Please, no more wide receivers. We've had our fill. Uh He's, he's in favor of trading to pick down, of course. And uh, 
he says it'd be beneficial if we trade down, which is that's actually true. And as for the coaching situations, hire Rob Ryan. The guy bleeds silver back and has the look of a Raider. Just win, baby. Go Raiders. I know, man, but he's defensive mind, and that's not Al's thing. They've already said that they're looking for someone to call the plays on the sidelines. So that's not going to be him. But I'm telling you, I am afraid that they, if they lose him, I'm telling you, if Al plays around, he's going to lose Rob the Mob Ryan. And that would be some bullshit. A dingo ate my baby. More on the coaching front. A few things have happened the last couple of days in the coaching front. Steve Sarkeesian, the USA quarterbacks coach, will be in town shortly to interview our head coach position. Sarkeesian was the Raiders QB coach in 2004, uh, which isn't saying much. And he hasn't run an offense, which is not saying much more. And uh, uh, Rob Ryan looks like to be our only in-house candidate for the job, which is good considering all that sheep talk lately. Ugh. She was written out of Chicago on a rail, that's for sure, and he shouldn't be in charge of her team. Absolutely not. Just yesterday, he was interviewing the Tar Heels head coach, Butch Davis, for an offensive coordinator position. Why we're interviewing for an offensive coordinator position before we get a head coach locked up is beyond me. Shoup also had interviewed Mark Tressman over the last couple of days. Another big mistake. Tressman was an offensive coordinator in our number one ranked offense with Gruden. Gannon basically ran the offense. He just lucked out. That's for sure. All this Tressman talk is bullshit. Tressman can't work his way out of a paper bag. He just got fired from some college program for not being adequate in the offensive coordinator position, and that wasn't even a head coaching job. Forget it. Tressman shouldn't coach here. Even if he coached, ugh, he couldn't even take Shoup's position. It's expected that Denny Green gets a shot at the job. Oh, no! Of course, Green seems interested in the position, which in my mind makes a worthy candidate. Oh, I hope not. He at least brings enough not to get caught up in all that media BS and the Raiders head coach position being a horrible position. Green would also provide some control over a more outspoken wide receivers. I don't know about that. He had no control over Moss when he was, in, uh, when he was coaching the Vikings gig. Don't give me that. Okay, he's had some success in the past. Yes, he's never gone to the show. Really looked at uh, Green's teams. He's always got offensive points. Well, that's true. His defenses have always sucked. Well, that'd be a good combination if he comes and he does something, but I just don't think so. Look what he did. He got kicked out of Arizona, man. In Arizona, they got some players on that team. Tell me. They could have won way more. They, I would be pissed if I was an Arizona Cardinal fan way more. Uh, I'll tell you right now, Cam Cameron, Bobby Petrino, and former Giants coach Jim Fass have also been mentioned lately. Well, Cameron said no. Petrino went to the Falcons, and Fossil, uh, forget it, like Kerry Collins as a coach. It's very unlucky that Cam comes to West Strike. Okay, well, that, that's all happened. Petrino, that, you know what happened there. Tedford, oh, no, he's built into Cal, and you can forget that. Available QBs in the offseason, Kyle Bowler, no thanks. Joey Harrington, David Carr, none of those. Thank you so much. Anyone turn these guys around? I don't think so. They made them all first-round picks. Forget about it. Uh, David Carr, no. Joey Harrington, no. Maybe Kyle Bowler, maybe. Ah, gosh. It just, ah, there's a bad taste in my mouth. Yuck, ah. I, I can't even believe it came out of my mouth. Forget it.
A dingo ate my baby. Disturbing rumor. The Steelers are targeting Rob Ryan for their head coaching opening. That would be devastating for us and a savvy move by the team. We need to lock this guy up as soon as we can before we regret it. Well, he's got two more years on a contract, and it does say that we can lock anybody out from talking to him. But you know what? Why would you want to do that to someone who's done so well in your organization? You should promote him and pay him more freaking money, you cheap ass Al Davis. <clears throat> okay, before I get going, let me just move on here. Raider Frank, Bobby Petrino has just become an unloaded back in head coach. One more coach off the list. Yep. Okay, and this was me, of course. Raider Greg comes in with Ryan could be out of Oakland. That's exactly right, right? It could be happening. If Al Davis does not pick up Ryan as our head coach or give him some more money, he will leave. Our, our team will suffer, as will all of us. Come on, Al. Pay Ryan uh, some more and move on. Davis is, among, among other things, a cheap ass when it comes to coaches, and that is for sure. And if we lose him, I just said that's bullshit. Um, but what can I say? You know, Ryan's hanging tough. And I love it about the guy. Juan Jorge. Juan Jorge. Ron George. Steve Sarkazian is interviewing with the Raiders for head coach soon. And I don't know how I feel about this. I'd rather make Rob Ryan our head coach and make someone else our offensive coordinator. But that's the Raider world. Now, Al Davis world. Who knows? Absolutely. But dear Lord, baby Jesus, please. Don't let Rob Ryan go. Absolutely not. We can't do it. That would be like the final death blow to our organization. The only stable piece since this last four years have occurred. A dingo ate my baby goes on to say, Steve's job to lose. Oh, that's so bad. Our good friend Adam Scheffler is now reporting that the Raiders' head coaching position is Steve Sarkazian's to lose. I suppose I'm okay as long as we keep Rob Ryan as our defensive coordinator. Rob is under contract, and we can always deny his ability to interview with other teams, but I'd rather do him the right today and make him our head coach. You bet your ass a dingo ate my baby, which is incidentally from theblackholesun.com. you got to check out his blog. He's so cerebral. And anyway, I'm telling you right now, he should at least give Rob Ryan a raise and give him some money and, and let him be happy. Make him happy. Because if that guy gets a whiff of any money from someone else, because he could do that total head coach gig, you know it. I know it. I'm totally paranoid about that. But this Steve character, we'll have to delve into him a little more. Just from the photo, and this is being very premature, I've never heard him interviewed. I've never even heard the man's voice before. And just from the comments he's made in the media, just from his melon in the picture, this guy is a pushover. And Al Davis will eat him up and use him as a hand puppet. And that will be the end of next season because he will get no control of nothing. And he will just be the talking head at which all the shit comes out of. I am sick and tired of it. The other rumor, and let me just throw this in at the end of the show, is that Lombardi is out. Now, that was on uh, profootballtalk.com and the rumor mill, of course. It's about a 60% chance of happening. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. I would not doubt 
that we did lose Lombardi. I'm so surprised it took this long to kick his ass out of town because he's a punk and he's a he's a guy that leaks information in the back doors and the back alleyways. Um, and that's bullshit. You got to have your team together. He screwed Shell, even though Shell hurt himself. But he didn't need that bullshit coming from behind the backstabbing, all that stuff. There, we don't need it as an organization. It makes for a dysfunctional organization. You have to be solid at the top, baby. I think Big Al sees it. I hope that he has somebody in mind because if Lombardi leaves, man, that's that's some turmoil right there. Uh, but who knows, man? You know what? <laughs> it's just this week. Next week, I could be singing another tune. So stay tuned, Red Nation, because you know it's happening. You know it's happening right now. Someone's talking to somebody, and something's going to get done. Let's get this done so we can move on to the draft and hopefully have a better season. Well, this is Raider Greg, and for now, I am 